Welcome to Self Helpful. I'm your guide, Kevin Miller, and I curate the sea of new personal development messages to bring the most influential leaders onto this show. Join me as I question my guests to better understand their counsel so we can all integrate the wisdom into our lives because we all want to elevate our own experience and improve the way we show up for others. The Self-Helpful Podcast is presented by Ziggler, your premier source for equipping coaches. Visit Ziggler.com. Hello, self-helpful listeners, and welcome to our peak wellness episode, where we seek to strengthen our bodies, our foundations, and build our lives on top of them. In this episode, understand and mitigate adrenal fatigue. The Mayo Clinic defines adrenal fatigue as a lay term applied to a collection of nonspecific symptoms, such as body aches, fatigue, nervousness, sleep disturbances, and digestive problems. And goes on to say your adrenal glands produce a variety of hormones that are essential to life. The medical term adrenal insufficiency refers to inadequate production of one or more of these hormones as a result of an underlying disease or surgery. Dr. James, my co-host, medical doctor and functional medicine expert, we unpack the concepts here so you can discern if some of your issues extend beyond a mere lack of energy and into a true adrenal problem. And then, of course, what to do about it. The key is recovery, but sleep alone is not enough. You're about to hear more. Uh, reminder, you can also watch these full episodes of any show on YouTube. Just search for Self Helpful with Kevin Miller. All right, the title, Adrenal Fatigue. But, Dr. James, I want to premise it with, well, I'll start off with the reason why we had a bunch of people on the magic pill. Remember our magic pill question, yeah. what would you solve? You know, Sarah said fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue. Anthony said more energy. This one's a Jody Tootin. I know Jody. She says, I've been dealing with adrenal fatigue. I had it licked and then had another baby. Number 10. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's not use her as the common example. <laughs> well, okay. It's acute. But but they're also well, she says, it's been harder to not have to take a nap every day, especially since she's still since I'm still nursing. So I would love to get rid of the nap time need. I'm on course to do it. Great supplements, getting more exercise, eating well, et cetera. It's just the time to heal completely. Completely. Now they are a very uh, healthy family, yeah. uh, so they're yeah. they're on par with us. From you know, really, so they're that's extreme. Yeah, uh, you would probably say that's like our ultra marathon runners. You don't do that for <laughs> physical for health, health <laughs> necessarily. Okay, but so this. Well, first off, can we can we separate adrenal fatigue out of just say an energy because we have that talk a lot. Yeah. I mean, even as I step back and think, okay, here's this big giant topic of adrenal fatigue. And, and some people may have heard about that, other people not. But in the, in the normal language of what people are saying, they're going to be talking about their energy, what they perceive as energy to do something. And, and as we've mentioned before, that's a very, very difficult word. Well, that's why I'm asking you, do you, do you separate it out if somebody says, or, or, yeah, sure. Because nobody means, you know, how is my muscle cell, my myocytes intaking the glucose I ate and now transitioning that to ATP so that I can lift up this dumbbell, right? You, you don't think that way either when you go exercise. You just think I'm in the mood to exercise yeah. or I'm not in the mood 
You know, you wake up in the morning and we've got our watch gizmos and whatever that says your ready factor is a little low. Well, that's in that adrenal recovery. That's what that is. And I think the Garmin calls it the body battery and, and well, here, can, I, can I read something? So this yeah. is what, as you know, where do most people, what doctor do most people go when they have an issue? Dr. Google. Dr. Google. So I went to Dr. Google. Sorry, mom. It yeah. used to be Dr. Mom. <laughs> okay. So this is literally, so WebMD, type in adrenal fatigue. It says the term adrenal fatigue was coined in 1998 by James Wilson, PhD, a naturopath and expert in alternative medicine. He described it as a group of related signs and symptoms, a syndrome that result when the adrenal glands function below the necessary level. He says it's usually associated with intense stress and often follows chronic infections like bronchitis, flu, or pneumonia. Uh, this is interesting. Wilson says people with it may not have any physical signs of illness, but may feel tired, gray in quotes and have fatigue that doesn't get better with sleep. And then this is literally the next line. They also crave salty snacks. <laughs> we, I'll explain why. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Let, me, let me read one more then. So, cause Mayo, uh, says Mayo clinic, adrenal fatigue, isn't an acceptable medical diagnosis. Agree that it's, right. al it's considered alternative. Is it? Yeah. So it's not like just a blanket one. Like what's wrong it's with the like kid? It's not like saying hypertension. Like a kid's got colic. Well, that just means we don't know why he won't shut up. It is kind of like time. colic. Is it? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So not acceptable. Uh, it's a lay, ter lay term applied okay. to a collection of nonspecific symptoms such as body aches, fatigues, nervousness, sleep disturbances, and digestive problems, um, blah, blah, blah. Signs and symptoms, which may always list. Fatigue, body aches, unexplained weight loss, low blood pressure, lightheadedness, loss of body hair, skin discoloration, hyperpigmentation. So that must be the high. So again, this is what people are seeing in Dr. Google, energy. And so now tell us. <laughs> now just tell us straighten the truth. that all out. Yep. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I, I do, um, I go to Dr. Google all the time as well. And to- For I, actual help or just I, to say what to the landscape what, is? Yeah, to see what the landscape is. And what I use to know what is the mainstream medical P, uh, group doing is up to date. I don't know if you've ever, I don't know why you would hear about that, but lots of hospitals or clinics might use up to date. So the idea is that, okay, a group of experts from Harvard, Mayo, whatever, are gonna come together and write an article on fibromyalgia and say, this is what we think about it in summary and adrenal fatigue and those kind of things. So, so Dr. Google is Dr. Google, but you just listed WebMD and, 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 and Mayo. Literally, they're they're like top. Yeah, I think if you get out of the sponsor things, they're the top. Yeah, which I assume yeah. means they're. Well, WebMD just got bought by one of the biggies. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, I mean. Well, so I'm I sure they're paying money to be at the top, but yeah. it also just may be what people. I mean, Mayo Clinic. That's a trusted name. A trusted is what name. it is. Yeah, and so, but I get frustrated with that list of symptoms. Like, hey, this is not a normal or an accepted medical term. Mayo said. And it's a lay term for a group of symptoms. And that's exactly what a syndrome is. So any syndrome is basically, I like the word constellation. You look out there and there's a constellation of, of symptoms of, of body aches, of fatigue, of sleep disturbance, of mood issues, maybe more on the depressive side. And then, and, and, and how do you explain all that? Like people just want to go to the doctors and explain this very frustrating and we have talked about this for especially with moms most moms don't have 10 kids but even just having one or two and you got two kids under three or four and and maybe then there's the breastfeeding issue that that disrupts the nighttime thing plus now you got to think about going back to work and just it never ends and so it's the 
uh, our friend Steve Smith called it like there's 10 hoses coming out of you. And there's, there's not very many hoses going in of replenishment of, of what we call restoration, true rest, not just relief, not just shutting off the valves of everything that you're spending on, but, but getting restored and, and that true restoration. So that I just kind of described all of us. You know, well, and that's it, and that's where I'm wondering. Back to the lay term or perspective, like I talk so often, is it just one of these things where we say, okay, we're all going along and we're doing these things that are depleting us to some degree? That's just say it's, normal. It, it's normal to by the end but, of the day, but, you're depleted. But can you? But, but, but we can do this and or do the same things, and for whatever reason, mind manifests right in something else and yours is in this adrenal thing uh-huh. what is that triggering what is okay that? so what's the physiology yeah. going on underneath there and and this is going to relate to the salt thing which oh yeah and you know if you're everybody American, out there who's yeah, addicted like, oh. to salt is gonna go well heck <laughs> do i have adrenal fatigue well so i spoke with somebody just this week and and here's the, the the salt craving level is to this level. And there's a famous picture, it might have been even by James Wilson, of of a guy who's at the beach bending over with a straw into the ocean. Oh. Like that level of salt craving. Not just, oh yeah, I like a few chips or something, but just a, a sense of I'm empty of this thing called salt. I've never felt that. So we're gonna say this is a cute like the what is it they say if you eat ice, you might be uh, yeah, iron, iron or something? deficient, right? And uh, yeah, or if, no. you, or, or if a kid's eating dirt. Or, yeah, yeah. There's a word for that that I just uh, forgot. Um, I don't think there's a word for this. Well, hyponatremia. You can actually be salt, and we do see that. And in our labs, if somebody is low in salt, sodium, then that's hyponatremia, and and you will feel that. We, so you told me. I don't think from any any symptom but one time you said hey just with the whole clean you know eating yeah whatever make you may you may not salt your food you know in general because how does that relate though to back with hunters and gatherers and stuff where were they yeah where does that relate salt in old europe used to be money like if you owned a salt mine, the king took it, and that was. But I mean, if you're off in the woods hunting and gathering, just from a, they, know, they had to have a, they had to find a salt source. Well, that's that's a, you know weird. animals finding a salt lick. But that sounds like so God left mm-hmm. us deficient of having it in the foods we would naturally eat. Yeah, he left you deficient in food. He left you deficient in sleep. He left you yeah, deficient. No, you're, in, not, you're not hearing my. But I'm saying no, no, you, essential fatty acids. You got to go eat them. That's there's, what would there's you, a whole what list are they of in. Them. So what is salt? What is the well, salt that we need naturally in? Aside from going find out uh, to the ocean. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm saying where would Gosh. you get it? Yeah, in a perfect in, scenario. Kind of like my um, question of you know where I used to say what fish oil. When did we become deficient and need all this fish oil and stuff? <laughs> when we quit eating fish. Okay, so salt. So if I'm getting nuts and berries and I kill a deer and some fruit, uh, am I or am ve- I, vegetables? Uh, I, I don't actually really know your good sources of sodium. Iodine. Well, what, no, no. I, iodine is, is seafood. Kelp and, and seafood is, is where you get iodine, which is why iodine deficiency is so much more common in that's, the middle I'm cu- I'm cu- part of the for, country. It's a relevant question, and it's fine it, that we don't know if you don't, you don't know the answer, because if you're living in Colorado, we're the furthest away from the ocean. Yeah. And 
it, it is relevant and at the same time it's it's nearly irrelevant because it just is it's a it's a worldwide you're you go to the local you know organic store and you buy some kiwis it could have been from chile it could have been from new zealand and it could have been from california you don't look and you don't know yeah and and even more irrelevant is well what maybe it was organic but what kind of fertilizer do they use in peru or yeah. chile you you can't even know even if you wanted to go google that one you're not gonna well then i want to say something important i think <laughs> okay <laughs> it is you know i did a show yesterday on the the motive show it was episode 21 with my my brother and we were talking about you know that thing that lights you up yeah okay and and came to the point of of me especially is talking that i came to a point one time of we want to justify it this is what lights me up because and there's some things that gosh i feel called to do this i don't know why and i don't have to this right. is just what okay. i want to do okay it's just you know we don't always have to justify it so over here i'm gonna uh, make an analogy if we say gosh you're fine let's say you're doing labs on people and finding that man they're low in this and this and this and if you give them you know they up their salt and iodine and they all, all up their fish oil the labs look better and they go, well dr james what the heck where are we supposed to get that naturally and you go i'm not sure anyways if you take these supplements and it helps i mean to that place it's irrelevant as well but it's, it's an interesting question of how Absolutely. did we get to this point of being deficient in xyz and needing this you don't have to have all the answers no. to say i don't i don't know but if you do this we can get you better I think that's a good summary statement. And on one hand, shame on me for not knowing we should ask Jane or go Google it or, or whatever. But there's the, there's an entire field now of, of food history, like Michael Pollan. And he wrote omnivores dilemma yeah. and he wrote cooked and he wrote in defense of food and food rules. And, yeah. and just the, the story of how food became what it is today. What, how did we develop this industrialized food production system that has, it, it's kind of like, the uh, history of economy. How did economy fill in the nooks and crannies of how to go buy a yellow number two pencil versus whatever that meant a hundred years ago to get a pencil? Um, and it, there's a little bit of a mystery there. And it's like, I, I don't know, but uh. just go buy a number two pencil. That's all you need to do. And how it got there is is a confusing thing. Right now, where, where we boiled all that down to is you know eat your vegetables and do is, is but if do you have to go out and eat bok choy or do you have to go out and get some romaine or do you have to go out and get I, i'm not sure well in this do i need to go take a <laughs> tablespoon of iodized salt and well so so if somebody's out there so everybody's out there listening yeah. and they're going okay if, so am i in here? if they're in the in in this constellation of syndrome of yeah. uh, that's called fatigue or achy or and and sleep i'm gonna come back to sleep sleep is a big one and they are just intensely craving salt that's a that's a really big clinical clue yeah, that never, you could be really in that, that world of adrenal so how often do you see that with the salt craving yeah. like to that intent i would say 10 20 percent of those people really? that i would call yeah I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon it really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill 
bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. I had one business where we actually built the entire website on Shopify's platform. So whether you're just starting out or you're selling a million bucks of product already, Shopify is just the industry leader. It works the same for physical products or online and digital, and Shopify is just hands down the best out there. Most importantly, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Getting people to buy is not that hard, at least to the buying point, but getting them to actually give their payment info is, and Shopify is king in that department. They also have top tier customer service, which I think is critical. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kevin. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. You all know I greatly value and pursue my health and wellness, and I'm always looking for better products and resources. Nutritional supplements are a staple for me, and a must is a probiotic to support my gut health and function. A probiotic is something I've taken each and every day for the long-term cumulative benefits. Seed is a company that makes a symbiotic, which is actually a unique mix of probiotics and prebiotics. Probiotics are beneficial bacteria and prebiotics are food for these bacteria. So Seed's symbiotic containing both helps balance my gut bacteria. So together, the Seed DS01 symbiotic benefits my gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. Taking seeds, DSO-1 symbiotic, and avoiding the foods I know my body is sensitive to has taken me from constant digestive problems to almost none. I trust seeds clinical trials and breakthrough research that's been published in top scientific journals. You can entrust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash drive and use code 25DRIVE to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash drive, code 25DRIVE. It's it's a question I we totally ask all the time. I am ignorant of it. Okay. Um, but let's let's describe. And, and when you hear that, do you first think adrenal fatigue? Oh yeah. Okay. Here's why: because if you were to do a scan, like a Spock scan of your body, and say, okay, where's all the salt floating around in your body? And of course, there's some in the in the serum in the blood, and then there's some here and there and everywhere. But the most where most of the salt is in the body at any one time is in your adrenal glands, which are where? No right on top of your kidneys. So they're sitting there on top of your kidneys. Okay. And uh, that's where most of the sodium, the salt is in your body at any one time. How does it relate to adrenaline? 
Well, so the adrenal glands produce several things. Adrenaline uh, or epinephrine is that fight or flight response, right? Like you're getting ready to fight, so boom, here comes this adrenaline shower, and that's why it's called adrenaline. There's other things coming out of the adrenal gland, so that's why in medicine we don't call it adrenaline. That, that one I'm just always enamored with. I mean, because I've gotten called, oh, you're an adrenaline junkie, you like mountain biking down yeah. fast, whatever. I, and I get that, that I'm feeling it, but the bigger one is uh, coming around a corner and I think it's a, it, there's a bear. Well, yeah. that's happened to me. And you get that, I, I'm amazed that the body can just flush with yeah. that feeling that is like tingly, tingly almost a almost a nauseous aspect yes. at the top end of it and it's just awesome that the body can do that preparing me to run <laughs> like a bat out of hell <laughs> the, it happened to me once i almost fell out of a tree oh. and the falling back like oh my microcosm of a second and it gives you that adrenaline to reach out and grab that branch that you are not going to ever let go well, of. well heck the dreams that people have a falling and a wake falling. up and, <gasps> uh -huh. yeah okay and it's also why i think for me on a, on a more common there are some things that just trigger certain people like you and i might have talked about that before but i can't walk around in sock feet because somehow that my feet feeling the sock and then feeling the hardwood floor triggers that cold sweat huh. feeling and if you that's pathology, that, that's you, just, pathology you, right you, you get that looked at uh and then that you know um the difficult conversation with your spouse as you're getting ready to fall asleep will 100 percent delay that sleep right oh I, you are just not gonna fall no, asleep no there's been i'm not i shouldn't over <laughs> been a few times in my marriage where we've had that and, I, and i'm like i got to go read or something i just can't mm -hmm. go there's no way i can go to sleep right, because now it's even worse because now you're just gonna lay there and mull it over and mull it over and yeah. mull it over and, and you just got to break the cycle well it, okay let me the, go okay. ahead well no if, if you so if you have adrenal fatigue like these folks yeah with that i suppose i suppose that response would be numbed uh, well, it's both. Okay, so now we have to say how they get to adrenal fatigue because okay. they overdid it first. They were well, hyper-responsive, not numbed. But they're, and, and so if, if it's classically, you know, the guy who's going to work and he walks around the corner and it's the colleague he just can't stand. And just like you had the response to the bear, he has the response to the colleague or the boss. Okay. Or he- well, I do it to policemen. When you go by and you're even if I'm not speeding, go, oh. yeah, because you expect, yeah. Yes, that, so imagine there's policemen on every single That's block. Yeah. It would be an exhausting trip for you. So are you gonna put, uh, not stress, as you would say, a bad response to stress at top of the list for adrenal. Yeah, well, it's, it's, we don't use the word bad, right? This is very, you did not control your response to the bear. That wasn't bad. You didn't try to muster it up either. I know, but if I, okay, but if I, right, it's like PTSD as opposed to like post-traumatic stress. If I relive it over and over yeah. and over, I'm wearing down. Yeah. As opposed to the, why don't. Uh, yeah, zebras get, get ulcers. ulcers. Right. Yeah, and then you I, just go back to eating your your grass. Because the term I keep hearing, and this is just a, from a personal development standpoint for everybody, we should do it. We should do one on PTSD uh, yeah. because the opposite, uh, not the opposite, but P is post traumatic growth. Can you go through that yeah. thing? And, it's an open and, mindset and learn. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Carol Dweck. Carol Dweck. Uh -huh. uh, can you okay. recover? Same thing. So now you're you're getting. Okay. This is showing people how complex this is that we all take for granted as again. Everything as everything this is. So here's the simple model. Like you got to have the name a, of the show. Uh, it's complex. <laughs> it's, <laughs> we're gonna complex it. <laughs> so people are. You can't walk around thinking. Okay. 
I'm going to calm down my, my stress response when I see, when I almost slip on the ice there, when I uh, see my boss or for the exhausted mom, it's the pile of laundry, just boom, triggers her and she crumbles or she goes into a fight or flight response. She's not thinking about it. I'm not thinking about it when I see certain patients do, they, I've told you before, like a certain, they just make me nervous. Like I either want to impress them or I, I, they get under my skin or something. And it's, it's like in a common a sweat, you know, yeah. and you start dripping. Um, so what's, what's a, and I think one way to think about this is life or this response, this subset of life is as a rubber band. So let's just define the rubber band of Kevin Miller and the two options that this rubber band can't have is broken and or like too far outstretched and now it's broken, that's called dead or completely zero stretch. That's also called dead, mm -hmm. right? Like there's no like life of breathing. You don't get to turn your body off, power down or whatever. Like, even with sleep, it's very complex metabolism going on with sleep. So the band is always at some stretch, okay. always. Now. When you wake up in the morning, you should have recovered overnight and you're ready to wake up and go make breakfast and get the kids going and do your day and you're you're stretched. Like you you need to perform. We talk about that all the time. I want to start my day and perform. Well, that's a certain stretchiness of your rubber band. Yeah. And then you're going along and in this particular time you like your daughter had the little fender bender the other day and that, and that get, and she didn't want to drive again. She's mm -hmm. like I I need to step back. Mm -hmm. And okay, well, let's say you're coming in and in your case, you, you pass a cop. So your heart rate, your sweat rate, your whatever, you just, even though you're carrying the same load, you just stretched more. Right. So now imagine, and everybody's going to get this who, who's in the adrenal plate. Now let's just say you, you stretch all day, every day like that. And then you go home at night and you're not doing the hard work of true relaxation, the hard work of restoration. And you wake up the next morning, you're like, oh, I didn't get my stretch back. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a little tired and it takes more, it takes, it's harder to hold. Like I'm always thinking of a rubber band holding, you know, 10 pencils mm -hmm. and you're like, gosh, it's hard. I feel like I'm holding 12 pencils now. I'm overstretched to hold 10 pencils. And then each day it feels like to hold the same amount of pencils, you're overstretched, you're overstretched. It's like, Frodo, no, it was Bilbo Baggins saying, I feel like too little butter spread over, over too much spread, toast. Yeah. And that feeling of overstretched, you're thin, and that rubber band is getting a little thinner and a little thinner. We've all taken a rubber band and not broken it, but you felt it give. Like one of the fibers just broke. Okay, now we're in, so it's, it's this continuum. So everybody has adrenal strain it's strain and you and what's the response to that you need to go to bed tonight maybe you need to fast maybe you need to not fast maybe you need to go to the beach maybe you need some broccoli right all of these things well and i'm to thinking or replenish. maybe you need to resolve that yeah okay. bad response to stress that stop passing the cop just don't go there or well, choose or to not freak out not, about that, a cop. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because I'm, we I, we need to do one on PTSD because I've been reading and, and dwelling on that more. That yeah, how can I if the circumstances can't change mm. or are not going to or I don't want them to, how can I be okay or well? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because this is PTSD. That's that's the thing. You so adrenal strain has the arm over here. It's it's the HPA axis is what. 
this and and what does that mean so h is the hypothalamus in your brain uh just under the thalamus if everybody's picturing their brain physiology out there right and then um the pituitary which is just south of that again pituitary is going to right behind your eyeballs and the hypothalamus is going to send out some hormone chemical signals to the pituitary the pituitary is going to respond to that and the pituitary sends out its ACTH and these other hormone um, that's how the system works to hit the adrenals the adrenals respond with several kinds of hormones out there mm-hmm. and this is always on all the time your rubber band is always a li- is always clamping down to hold something tighter or it's giving a little bit to put some more stuff in there so that we can accomplish something always okay. like it doesn't so people can't think like a robot uh, like we watched Star Wars, C-3PO. He says, I think I'm going to power down and get some rest. He just shuts off yeah. and plugs into the wall. Yeah. We, we, we don't do that. It's funny you're saying that. Last hour, I woke up this morning, you know, and get my phone down to check my stats and whatever. My phone's near dead and it's plugged in. Of course, the other end was not plugged into the side. It unplugged it. And there, I mean, how often? I mean, there we go. Do people get up and think, I slept. I should be good. And I'm just. Well, well that's right. So uh, 10 hoses out. Yeah. And yeah. The, what is the, so what is the main fuel to get your stretchiness back to get some pull back in. Okay. But I, st- I do want to ask, and I was, I was trying to look it up and see what, you know, WebMD and what Mayo are going to list it as, because you know, what causes it? I actually did not see that. Usually they're going to put down what the causation, what they think the causation is. If, if it's a real diagnosis. Well, okay. Maybe that's why they don't. I, I think that's why they don't. Yeah. They really don't say what, literally I'm looking at the list. It doesn't say, so well, let you, me let me finish the connection to okay. PTSD because okay. the the brain hypothalamus pituitary you're in the brain, so now let's just say that it makes sense that you know if we use Afghanistan or you know some a bomb explodes and of course that's just like you and the bear and me falling out of a tree so shower with adrenaline just and at the same time you get bonked on the head with air that's a con- you know the concussiveness of the bomb it just bangs your head now your head goes flops over and and the physiology of a concussion at the same time as this adrenaline and the body immediately will never forget that i can remember almost falling out of a tree when i was 10 like it's yesterday right you can remember that bear feeling everybody can remember you right. know the first responder effect and all of that so in the military first responders all these guys have such a higher level of ptsd because of this it's well hold on i and now we're back into the pt we keep hitting on well adrenal fatigue is a version of ptsd in a sense but you don't have ptsd from falling out of the tree you have a an emotionally hooked memory, but you're that's not, right. you're that's not, right. you're not reliving it and that's not right. able to sleep and wake up. Do you wake up every night from a sweat and that's right. fell out of a tree again? And it's wrecking you. That's, that's, that's very right. So, so in that case, that was my brain could say, Oh my gosh, I almost fell out of a tree. How stupid is that? I'm not going to do that again. And I climb down the tree and I go on and play. I go right back to my business. I release that stretchiness of what I had just done. And hopefully you kept climbing trees and you were a better tree climber and That's more right. cognizant. And That's right. I was in a growth mindset. And now, now you can do it with much more peace. I can. Okay. But some people could say, I had a bad episode when I was 10 and I can't go near trees. I can't even be in a forest. Or a bigger one is swimming. I almost drowned. I'm never going to get in the water again. 
skiing. How many? Well, this is going to sound bad, but, it, but isn't that an, but go to a, the a less healthy response. Your best buddy got his head blown off in front of your eyes. That's not something that's it's it's a harder to turn off or to just go on. Right. And and we tell people like that all, all the yeah. time, just like if okay, we're throwing out these stereotypes. I'm so sorry. But if the wife is just, you know, she looks at that fourth pile of laundry and she just breaks into tears and the husband says, what's the big deal? Just do the laundry. And what I you're mean, supposed to say is, honey, calm down. That works calm every time. down. Yeah. Right. What you're supposed to do is say, let me do the laundry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but you, the complexity of this. Now let's imagine you didn't get good sleep last night. Yeah. You, you're, go, you're operating on four or five hours. Now let's imagine your magnesium is low, your vitamin D is low, your omega is low. And, and all the healing response of just the raw biochemistry of, of recovering. And then Kevin Miller wants to say, well, just get over it and you know have a learning episode or a learning response. I'm like, yeah, I agree. But the reality in the world is it doesn't happen that way even for you sometimes, that if you had gone around the corner, the bear had happened, and then you had slipped and fallen, there would be a different story, or the bear mauled you. There would be right. a different okay, story. But, but, okay, but to what I think my focus, or my, or I'm interested in what you said there, because I, I literally wrote about this, or was interviewed recently, or something like that. I have a lot of kids. Uh, I have a higher possibility, just not pessimistic, of seeing one of my children die. Sure. That that's a that's a possibility for anybody who has a kid, one kid, but I have nine and now grandkids. There's a, a higher possibility. I yeah, it sounds so bad, but in, in a way, I, I should be I want to be preparing myself now to deal with that as healthfully as possible. It will be tragic, it will be traumatic, but a year from now, I mean, we know the stats there, people who have a child die, there's a high percentage that get divorced, yeah. that commit suicide, that whatever, I, I want to be able, how can I be as healthy as I can and vibrant and well, able for my other kids? Your be, as your best friend, I would just say, you got nine of them, what's the big deal? Just get over <laughs> I it. I tell them that, well, <laughs> that's why I had so many, they're expensive, that's terrible. Somebody out there, so sorry, sorry. if you've lost a kid, that was very, uh, but yes, that is. But, no, but we are we are actually. But that saying that funny because that's not what happens. It it hurts. It's it's going to. But we've seen we saw somebody here in town. They have twelve kids, and and they had one die. And yeah. people were almost dismayed at their recovery, their ability, and, yeah, and speed of recovery. And they were very faith filled people. Um, but I'm not going to put it all on that. I, it, it, they had to do do a lot to be able to. We, well, gosh, we the, have uh, closer friends that lost their little girl. Yeah, and, and it was incredibly traumatic. They came out ultimately, I'd say, with post traumatic growth. Yes, uh, and but the but there's a the lot. Cost well, yeah. of that they also had to, and this gets right back to the nitty gritty, the base foundation of of what we talk about all the time. Why would you grow? Why would you care? Why would you? prepare yourself for trauma because because there's something we believe there's something even bigger and better on the other side well there's something worth me instead of i could go crawl in a hole and die and bury my head in the sand and just you know go watch netflix and what you know eat a eat a bowl of ice cream but it even though it hurts that that stretchiness to be becoming a better rubber band that can handle more pencils and that can actually recover better because part of the problem it's not you know people say well I, I just need to just let me offload some of these pencils mm -hmm. 
And, and I would say you're, you're, you're not even recovering well. You're just removed. It's, that's what John calls relief. It's not restoration. Restoration is when you actually offload all those pencils and you go to bed and you sleep in a, after having done the work of right. good sleep preparation in rhythmically every day over time. And here, and everybody right. else is, yeah, right. That sounds, and I'm, I'm saying, no, it has to happen within the context of a job and a marriage and raising kids. And we had a little bit of a rough conversation last night because, because the nine-year-old is getting frustrated with me dictating some lunchtime requirements. And at the same time, in contrast to the other two who did just fine in school, kind of liked it, we've never had a kid that said, I don't like school. Like, I don't know how to respond to that. And I feel, and if I'm also now making you eat some carrots or something, and now I don't like school even more, and it's your fault. Well, the, the response is, well, let's put a ding dong in there, right? Like, like, like somehow make school, and I'm just thinking, the, the complexity of the problem of this is, is so hard. Yeah, and, and what you said a minute ago, uh, do, I, do I wanna hold more pencils? Maybe, do I want to hold the ones that I have with more peace? What I don't want, what me, this is okay. my mission, okay. I don't want to decline every day to where at some point I can only hold one pencil. That's all I got. I, I want, how can I hold the ones that I care about, that I desire, right. that I find joy, and hold them well and That's with, peace and grace yeah. and and because I, I you know so many of us we're doing things that we want to do I, I you know we want to again we got an aspiring group jody who taught you know has the 10th kid they want those kids yeah. they love those kids they love and their she big wants family. her body back they love and adventure they love fitness and so I, she's i've heard that from so many moms i was fine until that third fourth fifth tenth kid and it's like my my snapback my recovery yeah. Like that's what all these are words, recuperation, recovery, recreation are is. So what are the, what is the main fuel into you for adrenal rest yeah. and recovery? Number one, absolutely. Without a doubt is sleep. Oh. Restful, restorative, I was gonna say, effective. Uh, these these days when we say sleep, we have to say <laughs> Quality sleep. Yeah. Uh, Getting quantity eight hours quality. in the bed, seven, more than seven hours of sleep. If people need numbers to say, well, just tell me what I need more than six. And if you probably more than and seven. I, I wish I knew what to recommend. I mean, if you want, if you want to know what your sleep is doing, I'm tempted to still say or the aura ring is what you're wearing. Yeah, I'd probably put them. There's, there's two factors is the the oxygenation and where we live in Colorado, you have to know your oxygenation. And and so that's in the overnight pulse ox, not not the finger thing that you just check, you know, that they check real quick when you go to the doctor's office, but the one that records overnight. Now you can buy those for 170 bucks on Amazon or something. Um, and it costs about 150 bucks if the sleep medical company does the test on you. I actually think you and I should do it as a, as a baseline. I've never done it. And let's go have these on buying that thing and just see what our, cause you're these, the watches aren't good. My, mine does. I, I, oh, well, now I'm doing the watch. I got the uh, Garmin. My wife has the Fitbit. And but is it checking pulse ox?
most of today, you will be indoors, likely your home or your office. I am as well. Even with my treks out into the woods, I spend a lot of time inside. And we're going to think about 20,000 breaths. According to the EPA, the indoor air is two to five times more polluted than the outdoor air, sometimes up to a hundred times more polluted. At my studio, we have heat being forced through old ducts. I walk on carpet full of years of junk. No idea what's floating in the air that I'm taking constant gulps of. The solution is an air purifier and Air Doctor is just the best. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold, bacteria, viruses. They do it so your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Go to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code KEVIN, and depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to 300 bucks off. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. So to get this special offer, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com Use promo code Kevin, airdoctorpro.com, promo code Kevin. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. So my book and this podcast are named What Drives You. And what drives us to great things is our own values, our known values. When we go astray, it's because we've lost sight of our values. Therapy is key for helping you clarify what matters most to you so you can do more of it. I was late to taking advantage of therapy. It was only for crisis, but now myself and most of the rock stars I have on my show get therapy regularly. For most people, the main hurdle is starting therapy. I recommend you try BetterHelp. It's entirely online. It's flexible. It's suited to your schedule and trying it doesn't involve an afternoon of your time and all the hassle. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapist anytime, no additional charge. You can learn to make time for what is most valuable to you. So visit betterhelp.com slash what drives you today. You get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash what drives you. I don't think so. And I, I also I, don't trust the results. I don't either. That's, those things were made for fitness. I got this garment. Yeah. It's made for GPS. It's GPS not, and pedometer. Aura was made for sleep. Now I am wearing right now that I've been testing out the, the whoop, W H O O P. And it is, they talk about it like sleep, like aura. And it's a much, I, I need to have you look at it. I think it's, it, it really makes the garment look lame. I think. In terms of how much it's breaking down the sleep, breaking numbers. down and the consistency yeah. and my ability to look at it, but so you're saying that, but you know, can folks wherever they're at, can they just look up sleep tests and try to find one in their area? Oh yeah, no, they can't. It usually needs a doctor's order. But it's probably going to pay. It's probably going to cost more to do that than to get the pulse ox that's that right. records overnight. It's 150 dollars for a one-time overnight test, or you buy. It's like the brand is Well You or something. I'm not. I don't. I'm not super confident in those things, but I think what it does is it allows a person to compare themselves to themselves. It gives you a little bit of a pattern. So don't think about it. So if if the, it's abnormal, then go get the doctor stuff. Yeah. So, so, and that is, I appreciate with any of these monitoring devices, even if they are not hundred percent accurate in and of that moment, hopefully they give consistent readings to show you when you're higher or lower yeah, in your own trajectory. Yeah. yeah. 
patterning over time. So it's the, the nighttime oxygenation level. Uh-huh. And then the other sleep parameters. I mean, this is a huge area of research, right? Like in commercial research, people want to sell you something and it's coming. And the Apple Watch is probably another good one that does pretty good uh, detective work. And this trillion sensor economy we've talked about before where pretty soon the dock or the, well, even right now I can, if, if you have an aura ring, you can, I can log in and see your stuff if you open it up to me right. and, and we can, I can pull it up and, and see what you've been doing. And we do that on a coaching platform. So Jane usually do, does that to just help people understand how they're sleeping and, and the impact of this, because if your sleep grade is low, you're not restoring. Yeah. And then people, they say, oh, but I'm doing fine. I only need six hours a night. And you're fine until you're not fine. You're fi- yeah. And that's where I'm going to say using these things that are measuring biomarkers has shown me how often my conscious awareness is wrong. It is wrong. That when I, th- I think I well, seem like it was a good sleep. I feel like I'm doing well. And that these will show me, man, that I'm low. And other days, you know, it'll show... Let me, let me key in on that because I don't want to offend people. A lot of people will go to the doctor and say, I know my body, yeah. right? It's like, I know, I know my hand like the back of my hand. You do, but I bet you can't tell me a thing about your, you know, metacarpals or the, how many bones are in your wrist or but what they look like. It's just walking with you enough and having these tests done and, and regardless of what I've feel, if the test shows that, man, I'm deficient here and you see it manifest. Now at the same time. We treat humans. We don't treat tests. So it's the bothness. Of I don't this. trust the human. I agree. Awareness of. But I, the test is not going to tell me how's your energy today. We do not have an energy test. How's your mood today? Are you depressed? Anxious? I, and and I'm with you here, but I want people to hear too that when we hear that, we think it's a we think it's a specific bucket of energy. And I may have gotten a poor night's sleep. I may have uh, had a difficult conversation with my wife. And I, enough, and, a, and my kid had a car wreck and everything to where right now my energy would normally be low. But I happen to look at my email and I just got a check that's bigger <laughs> than anything I've seen in my life. Man, my energy feels great. Well, come on. So that's, that's right. I just that, overrode it with good news. Happiness. Yeah, yeah good news. But it doesn't yeah. mean that my body's actually in a good place. You're right. Well, I'm helping it with that. The chemical of the good medicine news. Medicine of the good news. But that's right. But I still got. Okay. You know, if I got. So. This is this is so big, and I, I hope people can catch a glimpse of. Everybody knows this. If you wake up in the morning, like especially my 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 third kid, if we're going to the dentist or he has to get his blood drawn, I don't tell him. Mm. I flat out nearly tell a lie. <laughs> I and and our our quest lab draw area was in Safeway. I said we're going to Safeway. I got to do something. <laughs> We walk all the way to the back of the store. We're almost going in and I say, and I bend down, I look Kevin in the eye and say, we're going to get labs. But you get a donut afterwards. <laughs> then we're going we'll to get a treat right afterwards. And you don't need, look, you don't have any time to be afraid. We're right here. Immediately there's tears or whatever. Okay. But if I had, if we're going to Disneyland, I'm going to milk that for months because whatever problem is way worse if, or if we're getting our blood drawn. Like if you have a toothache, it's way worse if, if, if you got bad news or if it's tax time or whatever. Okay, so that reality, this is the, the placebo effect. This is the reality of what people sense as their own energy. We, we, their we a, one of my old cycling coaches, he would do that with climbing. You know, here, you're here to, you're gonna hit Pike's Peak. You know, you guys are riding up, just don't look up. 
Just, just don't, just don't look up at what you have to accomplish. Asphalt looks like asphalt, right? So, well, yeah, even the, the concept of Mount Everest, like people who want to lose a hundred pounds and they look up at Mount Everest. I'm like, yeah. no, we're going to, we're going to pick a path one step at a time. And we're going to calculate in one month, you know, how you hike. We, we, we have hiked up Pikes Peak multiple times together and you don't, if you don't ever look at the path, you fall off the path. And you, but if you don't ever look out, you don't ever get the view. Yeah. So then you stop, you take a breath, you look out like, wow, look how far we came. And for my youngest one, who at the time was like 11, 12, uh, 10 or so when we did that. Or less. Yeah. And yeah. Less. Yeah, he was nine. Oh, no, no. It, was, it wasn't it was your youngest. Ten, ten. Uh, your middle. Right? He, and, and, and he got such, wow, look. He was awesome. Like, look at what you've climbed. Yeah. And he was the bounciest one when I we know, got down. <laughs> so... All of this is going on in this HPA axis in what we might call adrenal strain, adrenal fatigue, and it is very real. Now, in the lab also, and this is where if people think they're in that kind of category where you might need a doc to help you figure things out, what are the labs that we do? Well, cortisol, <clears throat> so which is coming from the adrenal gland as well, is going to cortisol is like cortisone and prednisone and, and those, that's a steroid, right? All these are Steroid just is another word for a kind of a hormone in a sense. And, and cortisol is that fight or flight hormone. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and the body, as it's think of resources going in the top, kind of your mouth, and all of this is built on, you already mentioned it before, um, fat, essential fatty acids are the building blocks of what become what becomes hormones. So if you're not eating good fat, if you're if you're still stuck in a fat-free mindset or you're eating bad fat, which yeah. usually is what that means, then you're not putting in the resources to even do these I was gonna say, I mean, the, if, the if I had to guess the percentage of Americans who are getting the good fat allotment they should have in a given day has got to be so few. You, would agree, would agree. We are a carb-based mentality. A lot of people are still stuck in a in a low fat mindset, and then when they do get some fat, they're they're not going out for the avocados and the coconut and the grass finished animals and 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 the small fatty fish, and they're not. Like doing I've been eating sardines lately. Does anybody eat sardines? I, I don't know. I'm always amazed at how many cans are in the store. They're yeah, always that's there. True. Somebody must be eating them. Um, me is it my family's not quite there yet i'm not going to push on that but i said me i didn't say my family <laughs> good for you i have that one kid who likes them i think out of you, all those yeah you either eat the cans or you pay somebody to squish them in a pill or well, you're deficient all right right and that's where if people and again if you wait until you feel the lack of energy or the the give in your rubber band and i know that's hitting somebody right now it's like i'm i'm there a lot yeah it probably too many Probably too many, and because we're because again we're talking to people who want to hold a lot of pencils. That's right. You are performance based. You, these are great pencils. Yeah, these are worth time and money and effort. Yeah, and and if you go to the doctor and say adrenal fatigue, strain, and my rubber band's breaking, and you're going to get an antidepressant. I was going to say exactly, you, which is going to help it, you or, or disable you from holding. More pencils. Perhaps. Now, not to diss the medicines, but it, it's just not the best, most elegant solution. Well, but for, well, but then we got to come back to where you would say that is a temporary solution yeah, for an acute problem. It is yeah. not a long term. You, and these you days. You will wind up worse. And these mm -hmm. days, if you're put on, uh, name some. Uh, 
Prozac. Uh, Zoloft and Paxil and Prozac and Lexapro. Put, which, and are, which are an SSRI, yeah. serotonin. Yeah, they just whatever. enhance more, give you more serotonin. But if you have a doc prescribe that, just like blood pressure medication, they generally figure they're prescribing that and you're going to take that from now on. Right. At, always ask a doctor, what's my exit strategy? I, I understand why I might need this medicine now for a season, but I'm not born with a deficiency of Prozac. There's, it's the right time, right place. Okay, I might need this right now to, to get me over a rough patch. It's like a bridge over the mud in the, in the field. Okay, but what's on the other side of the bridge? Forever medicine? You know, how do I, okay, I might need a statin for my high cholesterol, but how do I get my cholesterol to go back to normal and those kind of things? Yeah. That, that's a very legit question. That's not alternative medicine or anything. And most often the doctor will say, well, let's just see how it goes. And there isn't a conscientious exit strategy. If there was an exit strategy, what would that strategy be? And I would say, everything we've talked about for 60 shows, it is the essence of functional medicine. Yeah. How do I be becoming a little bit better? Which in this case means how do I replenish my sense of energy? Can, can I, it's for us to end on there, it's, it's interesting. I got to divulge for people that different than most podcast hosts. Randy's a doctor and we're always doing this between patients. He's got to go. (laughs) So our shows, we probably, it's probably good because we've probably talked for three hours. Um, Can we, can we reside somewhat on if you feel like this is something you are dealing with, it's a great time to sit down and audit what is happening in your life and what areas could be causing, could be keeping you from recovery. Because it's not that kids are, are bad or a job is bad or a relationship is, well, maybe they are. Do you know how, how are they bad? Are you recovering? Are you stressing? Are you worrying when you go to bed at night? Are you stressed as soon as you wake up? What's However, happening? that's right. However, you are responding is how you've trained yourself to respond, and you got I, that way, and you can you can get to a different way. I agree. Let's. But can we also say? that you might have inadvertently trained yes, yourself inadvertently, not on purpose yeah. I, I, and some people are genetically predisposed yeah. and there's all kinds of thousand variations of circumstances you know you can't kick your three old three-year-old out of the house but you might need to kick your 30 year old out of the house mm-hmm. we've talked about that before. I, i've too. trained myself to worry about money and i have learned that, that, and i can look at my right. bank account and realize <laughs> obviously the amount of money is not the problem i worry no matter what uh, you ha- that's right. And a I've lot of you will invent to. yourself a reason to worry. Yeah. And yeah. that's a, a mindset. And, but it's so subtle. It's so uh, insidious, maybe it's, even sure. it's, it's, it's inadvertent. It's all of those kind of things. It is part of life. It goes back to the, how do you sleep? How do you breathe? How do you exercise? What are the rhythms of your life? Mm-hmm. And, and that is the answer. You know, what do we do about this? And concretely, I'd say, uh, for my patients, I'm going to say, well, how bad is it? If we do the lab test and it's like, oh my gosh, you're getting ready to break. And people call it a breakdown. They call it a nervous breakdown. They call it depression. They call it, you know, back in the day, you got Valium and all these kind of things, which don't do that. But alcohol, it, I just need to settle down. I need a nightcap. I can't fall asleep. All of these, these no. things are cultural. They're so common. Take a step back. Um, if I wish there was a, you know, call me i'm the doctor we'll talk through it kind of there's a way to do that go to the website and all that but that's expensive and time consuming and all of that um but be aware of it i think is the main thing well and i I just come back to what you say that ultimately if we can give it an umbrella you're saying primary if this is you 
You are I, not recovering. You're not recovering. What is causing you? Yeah. First. What is causing you to not recover? Is it sleep? Mm-hmm. Is it a bad response to stress, a PTSD from whatever? Is it uh, our people? I bet there's people out there that over exercise. I just got to exercise my way out of this. Yeah. And you're digging your hole further. Yeah. Well, that's what Jane that's what got would, me on was, yeah. yeah, I just, I, cause it, and it was out of, well, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. What is causing you to not recover? That's a good talk. Okay, friends, some of you should have found some hope here in looking to address your adrenal wellness. It's something that we'd all be well served to be attentive to. We're all on the spectrum, but some people can fall over the edge and find themselves needing to really advocate accordingly. Friends, thank you for tuning into Self Helpful, where I curate the sea of new personal development materials and help you integrate wisdom into your life because we all want to elevate our own experience and improve the way we show up for others. Most Americans at New Year's are thinking about improving their health and losing some weight. In regards to eating, the feeling is generally it's going to cost more money, more stress and effort, and you got to eat bland food. Well, a solution to all these is HelloFresh. HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You skip trips to the grocery store. You can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's literally number one meal kit. You can make saving time a viable resolution with quick, convenient recipes. They're delivered right to you. You just choose your meals and select your delivery date. And HelloFresh handles the meal planning and shopping. So you just open your weekly box of pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes. And you're cooking quickly with ease and joy. My family loves HelloFresh. We just open the box, follow the recipes, and have something new and interesting and good for us. It's become one of our family's favorite activities together. So go to HelloFresh.com slash drivefree. And use code drive free for free breakfast for life. You get one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash drive free with code drive free. HelloFresh, it's America's number one meal kit.